The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. I want to tell you a story. What does it mean when people care for each other? Some of you who know me personally know that when I was 21, my father, Allah Shalom, passed away. So I had to support my mother, my brothers and sisters. <coughs> and the last year of my father's life, and that's how I got to write all the Magid books. Rabbi Sholem Shvadron, the Magid of Yerushalayim, came to America. My father became very close to him. It's a whole long story. It's not for now. It's in the introduction of the Magid Speaks. And he began coming to the house even after. Even after. Thank you very much. Even after my father passed away, he spent many, many months in our home. And he was literally like a surrogate grandfather to me. So one year he was by us for the Seder. And you have to understand that Israelis have only one Seder because they have only one day Yom Tif. We have two days Yom Tif. They have only one day. And this particular year, the Seder came out just like this year. Matzah Shabbos was the first Seder. Now when Matzah Shabbos is the first Seder, one of the problems is that you're not allowed to prepare in the afternoon for at night because on Shabbat you can't prepare for something that's going to take place after Shabbat. So if the Seder is Sunday night, so you prepare Sunday for Sunday night. Monday, everyone for Monday night. But here now the Seder started very late. My father had passed away already. Rab Shalom was, in a sense, leading the Seder. But I was doing it for my mother and my brothers and sisters. And I had already a brother-in-law and my sister. They had a few children. And you know how it is. The kids today, they come home with the Haggadahs. You know, they're so big. The frogs are jumping out, you know, the blood is spilling all over the place, you know, and the, and the animals are popping out and, you know, the water's dancing out, you know, from the charoises and the salt water and everything. Kids are so well prepared and they have so many songs and they have so many different Torah. And I know that Rav Shalom Shradron never in his life ate the Afrikaiman after Chatzais, after midnight. And I see that because the Seder started late and all the kids are saying the different Torah, and everybody wants to sing their songs and say their piece. We're not making it before 12 o'clock. So I start rushing everybody. Rab Sholem says to me, calls to me quietly because we're sitting next to each other. He says to me in Yiddish, and I'll translate. He says, Ayel Zachnit, don't rush. I said, Rab Sholem, look at Ayel Zachnit, don't rush. Okay, fine. He says, I shouldn't rush. But you know, I feel bad. I'm looking at the clock. It's getting close to midnight. There's no way we're not even starting the meal yet. And he's going to miss. Don't forget, you know, tomorrow night we have a second Seder. But this is his only Seder. And he's going to miss the Afrikaiman before Chatzais. So I thought he wasn't looking. And I begin to tell my mother, you know, like, get the food here, you know. He says, I told you, I told you, I told you, don't rush. I try to show them. He won't let me speak. Fine. Sure enough, we finished the meal way after Chatzais. And for the first time in his life, he eats the Afrikaiman after Chatzais. And I felt like a heel. I felt terrible. So after the Seder, everybody went upstairs and he and I are sitting. And there's a beautiful custom to say Shira Shirim after the Seder. And we're sitting and saying Shira Shirim. And then in the middle I stop and I say, Rabshom, I just got to tell you this. I feel so terrible. Because I know that all your life, you always wanted to eat the Afikaman before Chatzai. And now because of my family, you didn't do it. He says, why don't you understand I said, why don't I understand what? He says, what does your mother live for? Your mother is an almana. She's a widow. 
her whole life, her whole, the whole year. And she can't wait for everybody to come at the Seder. The, all the children should come together at the Seder. Everybody should sing and say the Divrei Torah. He says, you know, if I were to rush the Seder, I would make her feel so bad. And you make an almana feel bad. You're over a deraisa. That's a din deraisa. Eating the afikamir before chatzos is only a derabonon. Imagine that. So that's why he was ready to forgo eating the afikamir that he does once a year because it's only a derabonon. But being mitzar, giving pain to a widow is over a deraisa. How many of us here have mothers or aunts or grandmothers that are almanot, that are widows? How do we talk to them? How do we act towards them? How do we act to the people in the community that are alone? Chas v'shalom, somebody says something to a yosam, to an orphan, a young man, a young woman that's an orphan. That's a deraisa. It's a terrible, terrible avera, worse than that in the afikoyman on time. That's what Rabshalom taught me. That's what relationships are all about. When you're not only thinking about yourself, but you're thinking about others. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.